Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the show in the zone. Orlando's only local sports talk afternoon show in mid-season form, if I do say so myself. Time now for our In the Zone Player of the Night. Let's take a look at the hockey world, because who doesn't love a good hat trick? A minute 10 to go on the Miller penalty. Zuccarello fakes and lets the puck go back to Caprice. Now it's center the score. It's a hat trick. Jewel Erickson Minnesota has its first lead of the afternoon. Every sport needs that horn. Yes. <laughs> Every sport needs that horn. Sports commissioner for a day. What are you adding? 50857. <laughs> Stefan says the horn. That was a wild game for the Minnesota Wild last night. Yeah, 10 to 7 over the Canucks with not one, not two, but three Minnesota players finishing the game with a hat trick. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that I was watching this, but when I saw the highlights <laughs> this morning on SportsCenter, I was blown away. This is the first regular season game with three different players to have a hat trick since November 8th, 1992. Joel Erickson was the highlight that you heard right there. He's getting the nod from us, but really you could have given it to a few of those guys. He is our In the Zone Player of the Night presented by Mills Air. Preventative maintenance is a must. Get on the horn with the best AC repair and installation company in the market, Mills Air, 407-277-1159, and find them online at millsair.com. Does it surprise you at all that we are still in we're still in a sports world where the NHL has shifted over to the niche part of the the real estate of the sports landscape. You know, you go to certain markets, especially up north, and definitely if you get north of the border, it's front and center. But NHL, when I was growing up, it was the big four. And technically, we still say that, but it doesn't feel like that. Hockey feels like such a distant fourth. It's really the big three and then everything else. And and hockey has been pushed into this niche. I wonder why I wonder why that happened and why it hasn't come back because it is such an exciting sport. And right now it's happening at the perfect time. We should be, we should be so focused to go, Oh, okay. This week is like hockey week, right? That's how sports uh, casual or hardcore sports fan that doesn't follow hockey uh, on a consistent basis. That's what this week should be about. Like every, we have these certain moments in the calendar year when it's the Masters, this is golf week. Whether yeah. you watch golf all year or not, you're watching the Masters that yep. week. The Daytona 500. Why does hockey not have any stranglehold over the general sports fans? Uh, my theory is network television. And so walk with me back into the time of yesteryear, right? And I'm thinking about, so each sport that we call in the big three had time, had a moment where network television is where it lived, Right. The NBA lived on NBC, 
MLB was all over CBS, you know, college football over over all the networks, and then pro football on the networks, right? And then eventually, because of a shift between network and cable TV, it all moved over to cable TV, and now it's moved back and all that kind of stuff, right? The NHL, I don't think, ever really got their hold on network television. NBC tried to do a little something at one point in time, but it never got. It was never never there long enough to really catch fire before they moved to cable. And by the time they moved to cable, the only people watching are the people that already watch. The only people going to watch the NHL on FX are the people that are already watching the NHL. And I think they didn't have that incubator time where the nation had an opportunity to really jump on board and say, oh, okay, this really is the number four sport in the country before they transitioned into let's get some of these cable dollars. That's that's as good an explanation as I think anybody could come up with. Because when you think about the NFL is the best example, I don't need to tell you, when do you watch the NFL? And I'm not talking about a full slate Sunday. I mean, primetime NFL games, you've already mapped that out in your mind, as I said, that Thursday, Sunday night, Monday night. That's right. You got that figured out. Mm -hmm. For NBA fans, I know that Tuesday night and Thursday, Thursday night, I'm watching TNT. That's it. What's You're the done. big game on TNT? If I'm not working a Magic game, that's what I'm watching. Absolutely. Or or now, um, Major League know, Baseball. Sun, Sunday during the day, ABC yep. will have a big game. I know when I can catch the big game that they're pushing to me as a fan saying, this is a big deal. That's right. Major League Baseball, Sunday night baseball. That's right. This is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you what night I'm. what night am I supposed to watch to to get, to be given the top level product. Right. What night do I watch hockey? Exactly. What's the hockey night? Yeah, and that's the night that the two premier programs, or the you know every sport has six teams that are fighting for the championship basically, and these six teams are rotating around on those nights playing, and that night never really got established for us to be able to move over and watch them on streaming platforms and on other cable networks and so on and so forth. And so because of that, they're they're a niche. Hmm. They're they're a little bit higher than tennis. They feel like UFC to me. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very good comparison. Where it's like you respect it. It's got energy. Yeah. It's got real energy. And, and millions juice. of people are watching. Yeah. And you just don't know who they are. And it's a bunch of names you can't pronounce. Exactly. All right, so there you go. It's your hockey update for today. Uh, <laughs> important dates to know in the offseason for the NFL. February 20th. Oh, wouldn't you know it? That's today. So from today to March 5th, teams can utilize the franchise tag or transition tag to keep one of their pending free agents from reaching the open market. On March 11th, that's when the legal tampering period will begin. So that's when the real frenzy, the feeding frenzy in free agency starts. On the 13th is when you officially get the free agency period that opens up. The new league year begins, and that's when players, you'll probably already know by then who's signing where, but that's when they're actually going to sign on the dotted line. The combine is on um, March 24th, and the NFL, or I think the combine might actually be February. Yeah, I think the combine's in like four days. The NFL draft is on April 25th. I got to fact check that. <laughs> NFL draft combine. I got to make sure I save that in my calendar, but it, it's yeah. usually I yeah. whatever whatever day you're taking off that month, that's usually when it is. Cuz for some reason somewhere around the draft, it's usually a draft and then there's somewhere, I think it's like uh 
somewhere later on in the year, there's like a playoffs where it's always like, why is Kravitz always gone? Oh, yeah, June. It's, yeah. That's the NBA. I always give you NBA, NBA draft playoff. week. Yeah, that's what it is. NBA draft week. That's what it is. I'm like, what? I knew it was a draft. I was yeah. like, somebody's draft he's never here for. I'm never here for the NBA draft. I've driven back a couple of times, but now that I have a kid, I just uh, yeah. I just choose family over career and and I just and I just leave it be. Andrew, Andrew February 26, by the way, is uh, that's the combine. Andrew Brandt said something on X that I thought was really interesting. He said, "Many don't appreciate the power of the franchise tag in the NFL. No other sports league has this ability to essentially take a team's top free agent." someone who's waiting years to text the market off the market and limit them to negotiating with one team, not 32 teams, for a one-year period. Yeah. That's crazy, and it's Could true. you imagine if other businesses worked this way? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I've been, I've been with 96.9 The Game for years. Uh, my contract's up. I'm looking to see if they want somebody in Atlanta, Miami, yeah. Chicago. And I might not you even know? leave. I just want to go just and test see. the market. I just want to see if, if I could get it moving in, in Charlotte, you know? Maybe they want they hear my voice, and they, they might be like, that's the guy. And 96.9's like, yeah, no. You're going to stay here, and uh, we're going to pay you, but not as much as you want to be paid. And you don't get to talk to anybody else about this for any reason whatsoever. Yeah. Game over. And it's one year. Yeah, just for one year. So make it count. And if we <laughs> and if we still decide we don't want you to go anywhere, we'll do it again We'll next do it year. again next year. That's, and we can always just be like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> that's, the position, that's the position T. Higgins is in right now. Yeah. He is one of the top guys that really should be a free agent. Oh, it, for it sure. Be, He's the number one wide receiver out there that goes and tests the market, and it might happen, uh, but the Bengals could very well just go, nah, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, they really can. So Mike Gennetti from SpotTrack.com is going to join us at 4.30, and he'll chime in on that. But he, uh, they have until March 5th to decide whether they're going to use it on him. I think with this being sort of a dead period in the sports calendar, we've seen a lot of rumors and stuff just being thrown against the wall. The number one storyline above all else from now until April 25th, which is the date of the first round of the NFL draft, the number one storyline is where does Justin Fields go? Oh, man. Yeah. What do they do with him? Because the Bears have the number one overall pick, Yep. so they can pivot and they can take what's supposed to be, and I know you love this. <laughs> Say it out loud. Generational talent <laughs> in Caleb Williams. Move off of Justin Fields, and who knows what exactly they get in a trade, but it would be good. Oh, yeah. They're going to get good value for Justin Fields, for sure. Or they could build an entire NFL franchise and keep Justin Fields. Oh. Before I even paint any other scenarios, what would you do if you're Chicago? <sighs> As I sit back and I look at the data that we currently have, in I, and not only the data, but the landscape that I'm in, right? I got a Lions team that's surging. I got a Green Bay team who's got their quarterback, and he's, he's on the run. And so I'm looking at who I'm competing with and what I have available to me. I got to let Justin Fields go. I got to let him go. And I got to get – I got to pull Caleb Williams in. I got to make sure I got a top-tier wide receiver or tight end. Because I can have a second-tier wide receiver if I have a type-tier tight end, right? One or the other, I want to get him some protection, and I want to see what I can do. Because I really feel like the Justin Fields experiment. Now, this is not to say that they're going to, Justin Fields won't go somewhere else and light it up. Because I absolutely believe he can. Put him on the Giants and watch him light it up. You know what I'm saying? But 
I just don't think Chicago's the space for him, whether it's because of him or because the coaching in him don't match or whatever it is. I just don't think that's the spot for him, so I think Chicago's got to make a move. You have to have a lot of confidence in your ability to draft right if you're going to make the decision to trade the number one overall pick. Yes. Not take the quarterback that would be... And I'm not the biggest Caleb Williams guy. I'm not I'm not pumping him up the way that I was Trevor Lawrence when he was coming out. That is correct. But I still think he's an upgrade from Justin Fields. You've got to be really confident in your drafting ability if you're going to move off of that number one overall pick and say we're going to build a team and we're going to have Justin Fields as our quarterback right. for this rebuilt team. And and, you're, and the way the draft works right now, it's not like you're going to give up the number one pick and get four or five picks for it. You're going to get maybe two and some cash considerations and, and somebody's... For the number one pick? Yeah. You're getting a lot more than that. Uh, I don't know, man. This year, you're getting a haul. From An who? absolute haul. Other than the Washington Commanders. Definitely Washington. It could be New England. They're sitting at three. They could end up moving up. There's yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I, but that's, that's exactly Atlanta, what I'm saying. If New, England, if New England moves up from three, what are they giving up? They're giving up three. They might give you a sixth rounder to go with it. A third rounder. You're getting future first round picks. This is not a this is not a cheap asking price. I think you could you could steal half a draft this year and maybe get a future pick. I really think you could get that. That's why if you think you can get that, that's what I was gonna say. If you think you can get that, then you might stick with Justin Fields. <laughs> if you cuz I'm looking at it from the standpoint that you might get four picks, a player and some cash. And I don't think all, and you're not going to get all four of those picks this season, of course. But if you think you're going to get two picks this year, maybe three, a couple future first rounds, but then who are you trading to? Are those future first rounds worth it as well? Like it's you're right. It's not an easy decision at all. So but I, you got to be on top of it if you're going to give away that first round draft pick. That number one. We love we love talking about Gen Zers. Justin Fields has now unfollowed the Bears on social media. <laughs> Fields has also started following Bijan Robinson, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts. So it sounds like he's carving out a at least an Instagram path. To join the Atlanta Falcons. I think Fields is meant to be a Falcon. You think so? When I think about the Atlanta Falcons, I go back to the Vic days. Let them get disappointed in a new way. Just a quarterback running around <laughs> like a crazy person with all the with all this talent around him and an exciting offense. And I I think that I think he could thrive there. And that's where he started his college career too. So yeah. it's kinda like go back to where you started. He was a Georgia Bulldog before he played at Ohio State. We'll continue to comb through these games throughout the course of the show. Coming up next, Darren Stoltzfus, West 2 News Sports Director, just recently had a kid and is now starting to burrow his way back out into reality. So we'll talk to him about that and the rain-soaked Daytona 500 next. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.